millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. These stories contain distressing themes and brief descriptions of violence. This content is not suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. As the year 2000 approached, two strangers met through a local Surrey Lonely Hearts advertisement. Within two years, Tina and Martin Baker were married, and Tina's lifelong dream of owning her own farm was realised when they bought Brookfield Farm just outside the village of Chobham in Surrey's northwest corner. I'm Benjamin Fitton, and this is Murder Town. It is widely believed by historians that Lonely Hearts newspaper ads appeared as far back as the 1600s, and by 1695 a magazine called A Collection for Improvement of Husbandry and Trade was the place to look for a wife. Ads at the time were often specific, like one that reads in part, a gentleman of about 30 years of age that says he has a very good estate would willingly match himself to a good young gentlewoman that has a fortune of £3,000 or thereabouts. As the years went on, requirements got more specific, and it was not unusual for men to request agreeable and domestic women, or those with nice lips and or other seemingly important physical attributes. Ads move with the times, and through the First and Second World Wars it was often lonely soldiers back from the battlefields looking for companionship. By the end of the 20th century and with more women placing ads, Requests moved on from financial and physical attributes or women to support men in their lives, and more towards just fun times and partners to share like-minded activities with. So when Tina and Martin met through Lonely Hearts, they had things in common. They were both previously married and shared an interest in farming and animals, and when they started their small plot... They kept rare breeds of Japanese chickens as well as goats, horses and pigs. Of all the counties in England, Surrey is the most heavily wooded, with almost a quarter of the county covered by trees and ancient woodland. 
Much of what remains is used for farming or parks, with little heavy-duty housing. The unspoilt landscape is predominantly due to how much of the county falls within the Metropolitan Greenbelt, or the Green Lung of Greater London, a ring of woodland that circles the city in some places to a distance of 35 miles out and covers an area almost three times the size of London itself. With almost two-thirds of Surrey sitting within this green zone, where building of any type is heavily restricted, it's possible that the quiet wooded valleys and ravines, the wet floodplains and ponds, and the vast vacant land may never be developed or dug up by man. Anything buried, whether in ancient or modern times, could easily lie undiscovered if no one knew where to look. Tina and Martin Baker's relationship, however, was short-lived, and within two years of their marriage, when Tina was 41 and Martin 50, she left him. She'd attempted to leave once before and returned, but this time it was for good. Martin remained at his bungalow in Egham and still went to the farm, and Tina went to stay with her parents in nearby Shepperton. They both attended the farm, coming and going throughout the days to care for the animals and farm business. So over the next month through June 2002 and into the beginning of July, they were living separately but still in each other's orbit. Tina had started seeing a new man in Sunbury. He was an old school friend she'd reconnected with and she often stayed over at his place when she wasn't at her parents. This small ring of towns just north of Woking are within five to ten miles of one another. Towards the end of that July, alarm bells started ringing when those close to Tina hadn't seen her for two weeks, and Martin not having any answers as to where she might be went to the local Surrey police to report her missing. As with all missing persons reports, police began by determining if there were any suspicious circumstances or any indication that Tina may have decided to take off, even if just for a while. They spoke with everyone that had seen or heard from Tina recently, confirming that the last sighting of her was when she left her new partner's home just before midday two weeks earlier. Driving her red Vauxhall Astra, she set off towards the farm to feed the animals. But since then, no one had seen or heard from her or any sightings of her car. Tina's first husband who she had always remained close to, saw her the day before she disappeared and was supposed to see her the day after. He was planning to collect some farm animals, but he never heard from her. The week after she was last seen, Tina was expected to be at a hearing in town about a planning inquiry at the farm, but she never showed up. Police remained of the opinion that she may have just gone on her own, but the family felt something wasn't right. They didn't feel that Tina would ever disappear without telling them where she was going, 
but most of all if she did, she never would have left her dog Samson behind as they were inseparable. No one could reconcile it. Leading the investigation, Surrey Police's Spellthorn Borough Inspector Jerry Westerman made a public appeal for help, stating, It is possible that Tina has, for reasons of her own, decided to go away for a while. However, it is strange that she has not contacted her family and that she has not taken her dog with her. If Tina hears this appeal, I would urge her to ring her family or the police to let them know that she is safe and well. We would also like to hear from anyone who may have seen her or her vehicle. Four weeks after Tina's disappearance, the family and police could no longer hold the belief that Tina had left on her own accord. In early August, she was due to attend an agricultural show where she had over a number of years been the organiser of the poultry section. When she didn't show up, and with her bank accounts still untouched, police shifted gears. Quote, We have no reports of sightings of either Tina or her car, and we believe the vehicle may have been disposed of as opposed to abandoned, and our inquiries support this theory. There was one person they had been keeping an eye on. Tina's estranged husband, Martin Baker, had said that on the day she went missing, he had gone to work, but left early after breaking a machine and being sent home. After this, he said he went to the farm and remained there. A witness told police that Martin seemed agitated and unwelcoming when they had visited that day. There was concern that Martin had been extremely bitter since the breakup and had been pestering Tina in the lead-up to her disappearance. Their theory was that Tina had arrived on the farm and Martin was waiting for her. Martin was a former SAS soldier. Known as the Special Air Force Unit of the British Army, the SAS are highly trained in a number of things such as counter-terrorism, hostage rescue, direct action and covert reconnaissance. There was just something about Martin and his story that didn't sit well with anyone. Even though he claimed that Tina was the best thing that had ever happened to him, he was in fact a controlling and jealous ex-husband who had just lost his wife to another man and was possibly about to lose his 14-acre farm in the divorce. It would be a piece of information from Martin's ex-wife, however, that would leave no doubt in anyone's mind that Martin may have done something terrible to Tina. Years earlier, prior to his first divorce, Martin told his ex-wife, do you realise I have the power to make you disappear permanently? No one would ever find you. I could cut you up and feed you to the pigs. Forensic officers and sniffer dogs were sent to the farm to analyse the pig swill and manure in case it could be determined that Tina's remains had been disposed of as animal feed. 
It is well documented that pigs and hogs can and will eat human remains. They are not predatory animals, but if starved, they will eat anything. There have been many cases worldwide of accidental deaths in pig enclosures resulting in pigs eating people. And then there are cases where murderers have been known to feed their victims to pigs. However, there are reports that with humans or large animals, pigs or hogs often leave some evidence behind, normally hair, large bones or teeth, broken into smaller pieces. But despite an extensive search of Martin and Tina's Brookfield farm, no evidence was found at all to prove that Martin had done this. Regardless, Tina Baker's disappearance was now a murder inquiry, and the operation set up to investigate it was codenamed Operation Sally. Telephone records revealed that Martin had been at the farm around 1pm, which was the time that Tina was expected to arrive there. He also contacted a friend who ran a yard capable of disposing of cars on the same day. And in a bold move eight months after Tina went missing, Martin used her maiden name to obtain a DVLA license for a stolen BMW. Police planned a raid at both properties owned by Martin Baker. He was arrested at the farm before a dawn raid commenced at his bungalow in Egham. There, police found 258 cannabis plants with a street value of £16,000 and £3,000 in cash. Baker claimed he had no idea about the drugs and insisted that two men had been renting the property. But his claims were dismissed when police found his bank details and clothes alongside the cash. Charged with cultivating cannabis and awaiting trial at Guildford Crown Court, Baker would be caught by surprise when the investigation into Tina's disappearance had made progress. It had by now been three years since she was last seen. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. 
Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Without a body, a murder weapon, or a crime scene, Authorities finally believed they had enough circumstantial evidence to arrest and charge Martin Baker with his wife's murder. In the 100 years prior to Baker's arrest, there had been approximately 25 successful no-body convictions in the UK. These types of convictions were not new, but they were very rare. That year, however, a murder case in West London had ended with a nobody murder conviction. Michael Morton was convicted of the murder of his wife, who disappeared eight years earlier, a case also based on circumstantial evidence. By the time Martin Baker faced trial in 2006, the prosecution's case was airtight. Presented was a case described in the press as extremely powerful circumstantial evidence based on a jilted ex-husband, angry that his wife had left him and fearing he would lose his farm and his bungalow in the divorce. The chilling threat that Baker had made to his first wife about making her disappear echoed through the Old Bailey, as Mark Dennis KC told the jury. Several years ago, during a row with his first wife, Baker angrily threatened her, saying, Do you realize I have the power to make you disappear permanently? No one would ever find you. We conclude that in July 2002, this defendant put into effect the threat he carried with him and has been responsible for the permanent disappearance of Tina. Baker's high anxiety and pestering that occurred before the day of the murder, and attempts to find her which then stopped. Why? Unanimously, the jury were convinced beyond reasonable doubt, and even though there was no murder scene, no murder weapon and no body, that Martin Baker killed Tina. As the verdict was read out, he stared at the floor. Judge Paul Falk told the court exactly what he believed occurred based on the evidence given. Quote, He became very concerned with the financial impact of divorce and subsequently discovered Mrs. Baker was having an affair. Turning to Baker, Judge Falk continued... You lay in wait for her when she was due to arrive to feed the animals. You killed her and promptly disposed of her body and car. Neither have been found. 
Thereafter, you set out to maintain a charade that she was still alive, and your wicked disposal of her body deprived her family of a funeral and grieving process. I recognise there is nothing I can say that will bring even a crumb of comfort to your wife's family in their tragic loss. Tina's parents spoke of their relief at finally obtaining justice for their daughter. Her mother Jean stated, Tina was a lovely person. She was very bubbly and besotted by animals. It was her dream since she was a little girl to have her own farm, a dream she worked very hard to achieve only for her life to be cut so tragically short. Bettina's first husband, her new partner and her friends and family, they had not been given the opportunity to lay her to rest, but they had comfort in the fact that Martin Baker had finally been convicted and would face a minimum of 14 years in prison for what he had done. They all just wished he would reveal where she was. Two years later, Martin Baker's application for permission to appeal his conviction was denied by three judges. Tina's loved ones had to move on with their lives with very little closure. For years, police tried to get Baker to reveal where Tina's body was, and he did little but proclaim his innocence and reveal nothing. In 2020, 18 years after Tina's disappearance, police revealed that they'd received a tip-off and they'd be doing a search of a disused farm three miles from the farm that Martin and Tina owned. Located just outside Bisley in Woking and owned by the Ministry of Defence, the property was cordoned off and a huge convoy of operational vehicles moved in. Officers from Operation Sally announced that together with soldiers from the British Army and a specialist forensic team, they'd be conducting a large-scale dig. The site was close to two barns on the outskirts of the Ministry of Defence training ground and just off a remote track. As rumours flew around the village about what was happening down at the old farm, a local told the press that Martin Baker had used the area to raise cattle and had been back and forward to the site for years before his arrest. Nothing was ever revealed about who had tipped off the police, but Tina's first husband suggested to the press that maybe Baker had finally given Tina's loved ones some closure. It would be wonderful just to be able to put her to rest, he said. My poor mum and dad, I'm sure they need it. He felt that it was nearing a possible release date for Baker, and that perhaps if Baker didn't reveal a location, the authorities may not let him out. Detective Inspector Chris Rambor of the Surrey and Sussex Major Crime Team spoke out about the development in the case. The investigative work around Tina Baker's death has continued since 2006, and we have received information which has resulted in our decision to carry out further investigation at this location in Bisley. 
we wanted to make local residents aware of the reasons for the increased police presence in the area and apologize in advance for any inconvenience caused. However, it is extremely important to us that we do everything we can to provide answers and closure for Tina's family and friends. Although the team were completely convinced they were looking in the right location, the three-day search did not find any trace of Tina. Twenty years on, her loved ones are still waiting to lay her to rest. Sign up now to Crime and Investigation Play, the only dedicated true crime streaming service to watch brand new episodes of the TV show Murder Town. To start your free trial, head to crimeandinvestigation.co.uk forward slash play forward slash Murder Town. Once your free trial ends, you only have to pay the low monthly fee of £3.99 or you can purchase an annual plan for just $39.99. That's 12 months for 10. Again, head to crimeinvestigation.co.uk forward slash play forward slash murder town. UK customers only. T&Cs apply. 18 plus. Subscription required. Payment taken if trial not cancelled. Murder Town is a Crime and Investigation original podcast. Hosted by me, Benjamin Fitton. Written and researched by Anna Priestland. Edited by Joel Porter. Produced by Kim Sargent. And series produced by Sam Pearson. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.